Oh man, the Philly Pretzel Factory has done it again. They took a Philly tradition and made it even better. Now you already know the Philly Pretzel Factory has the best soft pretzel. Well now, they're making... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Philly Pretzel Factory Halftime Show. You're listening to Marlboro Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. As uh, Marlboro Newtown trails the Ridley Green Raiders 21-7. to As we're awaiting uh, Marlboro Newtown come back on the field to stretch and warm up for the second half. But right now we have uh, Marlboro Newtown football alumni T.J. Pretty, who played under Coach Ray Junta. Um, uh, from 2003 to 2006, or uh, 2005, graduated in 2006. And uh, TJ, thank you for coming on the set today. Thanks for having me. Um, so, real quick, just tell us a little bit about uh, just playing for Coach Jonta, who, as we said, uh, became the winningest coach last year in Marlboro Town history, and playing with guys, um, you know, your teammates back then, uh, Matt Messia, Dan Scarborough, guys like Lenny Brown, uh, Pat Igledinger, all those guys, Viviani. Just tell, bring us through playing for Marlboro Newtown football and the experiences you've uh, gained. Uh, that's a lot of names there. Uh, you really can't. Uh, the, the names all together. Well, I'm just like starstruck hearing those names. Uh, <laughs> the defenses that we were able to put out there, just everybody playing together, like even the backfields, like Coach Doyle put us together. We had uh, me, Dan Scarborough, uh, Toby McCart at the other corner. Sean Spratt played a little safety too. We had a uh, you know, Nick Reynolds coaching the D line. Had uh, you know, Coach Donna really taught us a lot about uh, principles and respecting the game and each other, and uh, just how to play the game the right way. Great, yeah, and uh, you know, I had an opportunity to play for Coach Jonta, and uh, <clears throat> and uh, you know, as you said, taught us how to play the right way, and uh, you know. Congratulations to him again for being the winningest coach here in Marlboro Newtown history. And this is his 11th season here. So he's, uh, and when I told him, having TJ Pretty on this, on this, uh, set, he said that, you know, that's huge. He, he, he remembers that game, uh, as we'll talk about right now, uh, that Ridley game in 2005. I remember I was a freshman in the stands watching it. And, uh, you know, let me just take it through and then I'll let you take over here. But it was a 0-0 game going into halftime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ridley scores. Uh, you know, Al Humes, uh, pass. Um, Al Humes went on to play, uh, be Delco player of the year, I believe, his senior year after that. And then, uh, Matt Messia, who's the leading rusher here at Marlboro Newtown, all-time leading rusher, scores a touchdown in the fourth quarter. And then, I can just picture that moment, eight seconds to go. Al Humes steps back, throws a pass, and, uh, I remember you were close to the sideline, you pick it off at the eight-yard line, return it to the ten-yard line. And then John Liberty in the offense comes out, gets victory formation, and Marlboro Newtown gets a big win over uh, Ridley. And only, only a handful of times Marlboro Newtown can say that they beat Ridley. So just take us through that game and that moment when you intercepted Marple, uh, intercepted Al Humes and became a you know a legend, as I like to say, mm-hmm. in Marlboro Newtown. Well, uh, that last drive, really, we were trying not to break as much as we could. We were in a, our red formation. Um, that was our most most likely to compare to the prevent, and we were just backing off him a little bit, giving him a little bit, trying to keep him in bounds, trying to keep the clock running. And uh, they're chipping away at us, and um, it actually came down. Uh, the quarterback Al Hume started to uh, get in a little pattern of dumping off to his his uh, halfback, and 
he got a first down on the one play, and it was down in inside the 20. And then the next play, he dumped it off, and I kept him in bounds. Which was huge, keep him in bounds. Kept him in bounds, yeah. and it was third and one. The clock's still ticking, and, you know, there's like 15 seconds left, and he's got to get up to... You know, snap the ball. He goes, drops back, and just he—he's got it set in his mind that he's going to dump it off there. He flips his hips this way, and I just step up that way, and just—I just jumped in the air and just fell down with it. And, uh, you, you, know, you remember that moment by you know play by play right uh, there. You just remember each step you took, and that's—it's all—it's a memory you'll take forever. And playing football here at Marlboro Town, playing football anyway, remember these moments. And all those guys you play with are going to remember that moment when you picked it off. And uh, it's just, it's remarkable. And uh, so what, what do you expect? I know you saw the first half of this game. What do you expect the Tigers to really do down 14 coming into the second half here? Well, I know they got the heart to pull it out. They, they're still running the offense pretty well. They're getting, they're gashing Ridley. I know Ridley's usually bigger guys, but we're getting there. I think we got a chance in this one. Great. And, uh, you know, again, TJ, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, we thought it would be appropriate bringing you on this Ridley week here. As uh, Ridley comes and plays Marlboro Newtown, you having that big interception, that last win in 2005, 7-6. And uh, thanks again, TJ. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we'll see you around, all right? Thank you. And uh, there we have it. That's the Philly Pretzel Factory halftime show as Marlboro Newtown comes out. Uh, both teams on the sideline are waiting to uh, get on the field. Marlboro Newtown is going to return here, uh, get the ball, and uh, they're going to try to answer this 21-7 deficit as uh, Bob Herpin comes along uh, the set right now. Yeah, we wish, Steve. We wish it was only... Uh 21-14, but the deficit is actually 14, and there's 24 minutes of play left. One of the things that does concern me is that Ridley has basically shook off rust for the entire first quarter. The second quarter was an absolutely fantastic showing offensively and defensively, and it's pretty much been inverse. Marple Newtown had all the momentum, saved the opening 90-plus yard uh, kickoff return. Marple Newtown offensively and defensively carried the play in the first quarter, but you saw the hourglass flipped, and Ridley basically took a two the Tigers, but as we can see, you know, momentum can always change, and a good uh, return, touchdown, great field position, and a uh, time-consuming drive off the clock can pull Marple Newtown right back into this game. Yeah, without a doubt, Bob, you said it. Take some time off the clock here to sustain a nice drive, get within seven, and then play some good defense, as you saw. Force some turnovers. It's one of the key of the game. Make big plays. Force turnovers. It's it's, it's not draining here. I'm not sure that the turf might be a little wet still. It's good drainage system here at Marlboro Newtown. With the, you know, the brand new field. Couple, you know, we have about seven years old. But uh, and we're going to wait to kick off from Ridley to uh, Marlboro Newtown. We also, Steve, need to get uh, the defense involved more in, in, uh, in getting to Colin Wright, sacking him, locking down balls, because he has been successful with passes over the middle, including the touchdown to Matt Borchert, the 50-yard strike. And we have the kickoff from the second half. It is a low squib kick. Six. Coming down at the 37-yard line. Welcome Newtown player coming up to the 40 and tackled at the 43 around the far sideline. Number, number one. Nick Rhodes. Nick Rhodes. Yeah, number eight. His first action of the game. Uh, number eight in the tackle for the Red Raiders. 
As uh, Marcus Weathers comes out here, he took a big hit in the first half, uh, showed toughness, came back out, and he's going to try to lead his uh, Tigers offense here to match or to, you know, uh, minimize this deficit 21-7. to well, That's a great thing. He uh, showed absolute toughness and resiliency coming back from that hit in the second quarter. First and ten for Marple Newtown. The handoff is to Hoff, and he's met behind the line of scrimmage and dragged down. Number 34, Sean Hackett, in on the uh, play there. And um, actually a relative of T.J. Pretty. We just uh, uh, found out as T.J. was on the set here. And, and Marple Newtown's been running up the middle, had some success with Satmus up the middle there. So upper Derby seemed to uh, stop itself. Expect Hoff Rosberg to get something outside, maybe on a belly sweep. Generously no gain. Second and ten from the 43, opening seconds of this second half. Weathers under center. Nick Rose, the lone wide out to the far side. It's a rollout. Weathers is looking to the near sideline. He's got a man deep downfield. It is complete. Well across midfield, down across the 30-yard line. A.J. Cunningham, again, his second reception of the game, and second for long distance as well. And as we're joined here by athletic director Dennis Reardon, uh, Dennis, we talk about a young receiver as he just threw a nice pass. Um, our young quarterback, Marcus Weathers, threw a nice pass to uh, senior uh, A.J. Cunningham. Take us through uh, Marcus Weathers' maturity here. Marcus is a solid kid, hard worker, good boy. He's going to be a nice player in the program as he matures. First and ten from the Ridley 31. Weathers has it. He pitches it outside to number 23, Brian Rosborough. And he just gets maybe one or two yards, unable to reach the 30. Savoy, the senior defensive back, comes up and makes a tackle on Rosborough. And there you go, the belly sweep. They fake the inside to Satinus, which Ridley has been stopping. They go outside, but they do a nice job on Rosborough there. Actually, I don't know. I disagree with the spot here. They're giving him a loss of one. So it will be second down and 11 from the 32. 10.35 to go. Third quarter. Marple Newtown with the ball trailing 21-7. to Nick Rhodes once again alone. Wide out to the far sides. A handoff right up the middle to Adrian Satness. He does get across the 30 and a little bit more. So it will be a third down and moderate distance coming up for the Tigers. Lewis Harrison in on the tackle. But not before. A nice pickup by Satness on the dive play. And uh, Dennis, as you talked about, uh, sophomore... Uh, and Marcus Weathers, talk about some other sophomores stepping up. Noah Turner, uh, Abel Hoff, guys that are playing both ways here for the Tigers. There's a lot of sophomores out there playing, Steve. Uh, I'll let you call this play here. Gain of five, so third and six from the 27. Weathers is back. He hands it off to Hoff on the near sideline. He gets across the 30, angling towards the sideline at the 25. He'll be short of the first down, but an impressive run there by Abel Hoff, and it'll be fourth and short. And uh, Hoff takes it outside, and he's close to a fourth down. It's going to be a more manageable fourth down play for the Tigers, as expecting to go for it here. Four down territory, four down territory, down by 14. So uh, expect maybe something inside to uh, Satness or maybe a rollout play, a QB keeper uh, with Marcus Weather. I thought they would have given him at least another yard on there, but as it is, fourth down and three from the 24 ball, spotted at the near hash mark. No wide receivers here for Marple Newtown. Ridley's defense tapping their feet. They're ready. Weathers has it. He's back. He's heaving it deep to the end zone. Incomplete. And number 32, A.J. Cunningham, was the intended receiver. And again, that 
split second, half a second after the play is over, Ridley defender just deciding to, to take out Marple Newtown offen- offensive players. Wonder what they're up to. They're trying to intimidate this team. I don't know what it is, but it seems a little bit unnecessary. There has been some after-the-whistle type activity, Bob. They did get flagged on it earlier in the game for uh, unsportsmanlike conduct. Well, Ridley's doing a good enough job defensively. They don't need those extra shots after the whistle. So 9.36 on the clock, and Ridley will take over on its own 24. Three wide receivers set. Colin Wright in the shotgun once again. He's back. He's going to throw out into the flat for number one, Malik Jones. He bobbles the ball, but gets by a tackler at the 25 across the 30. Still going across the 35 and dogpiled finally down. And they'll move the chains once again. He's finally brought down by... Marcos Katrakatsis as he uh, breaks a bunch of tackles, picks up a first down for the Tigers here here on senior night as guys like Katrakatsis, Cunningham, Volpe, and others, Falcone are leading their way on the defense here. Have to make a stop down 14 as Coach Orpala draws up a play here. Exactly right, Steve, especially when you're down in your own territory. You have a prime chance to force a turnover, have a good defensive stop and change the momentum. But Wright is back. Oh, that's throws a fumble. Behind that's a fumble. To Malik Jones. It looks like it was a lateral, but it was finally recovered out of bounds by Jones back at the 20-yard line. Ooh, skirting disaster there, Dennis. Smart play there by the running back. He kind of swept that ball out of bounds knowing that that was a lateral. I've seen it quite a bit in Canada. They're called safety concessions where a snap goes wrong, and with a 25-yard end zone, you don't want to be running out there. That's one of the few times I've seen it here in the high school ranks. But, yes, a smart play by Jones to save face. But it is second down in Havertown for the Raiders, second to 25 from the 28-54 to go third quarter. It's a handoff. And that goes nowhere. That goes back behind the line of scrimmage. That's at least a four-yard loss. And an initial hit by initial hit and penetration by Nick Volpe coming off a big game last week, and he's finished and uh, brought down by McKee and Katrakatsis there. So, be a third down and twenty-seven. Expect Ridley, you know, maybe the area out or run the ball, try to get better field position to punt it away. Malcolm Strand Young had absolutely zero room in front of him, and he was driven back with force. Third and as you said, third and 27 from the 18. Right is back. There he goes. It's a handoff once again. Shut down once again behind the line of scrimmage. Big man Zach Falcone, the senior here, playing on senior night, makes a tackle as Coach Orpala draws up a blitz as Cunningham and uh, McKee come through the line. But it's Falcone that brings him down. So a big stop by this Tigers defense trying to get the ball back and put some points on the board here. Tell you what, Dennis, I got a question. The uh, Ridley offensive call there, a straight running play up the middle, not even a draw or play action this deep in your own territory. Yeah, I think they're going to try and rely on their defense here. And Ridley's punt is away. It is angled towards the far sideline and goes out of bounds. Nope, nope. It is a Ridley player. It gets it right before it goes out of bounds, but it is still in Ridley territory at the 43-yard line. So with 7.35 to go third quarter, Ridley leading 21-7. We'll take a short break. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Marple Newtown with another prime chance to ram the ball down Ridley's throat at the Raiders' 43-yard line, first and 10, 7.35 to go, third quarter. 
We have the handoff to Satness. He charges right up the middle, past the 40, close to the 35. So it will be second down and short for the Tigers. Kevin Murphy, number 99, the senior DN, makes a tackle, but not before a nice pickup by Satness on the down play. He runs off tackle behind his guard there, and uh, it's going to be a second down and five play here. He gave him five. Could have given him maybe an extra yard or so. Ball at the 38-yard line right in the center of the field. And Nick Rhodes is back on. He is the lone wideout split to the far side. Weathers waiting for his cue. It's a handoff up the middle of the Sapness. He gets maybe a yard before being driven backwards. And he's met immediately by number 33, Lewis Harrison, and number 40, Sean McLaughlin. And going back to... Uh, before you're cut off, Dennis, about the sophomore class, uh, about, I believe we have five or six going both ways, which is more than uh, normal for a Marlboro Newtown team. Absolutely. And due to some injuries and things of that nature, you've, these kids have really been forced into the spotlight, and they're really growing up right before our eyes. I mean, you're seeing Hoff making big plays, Turner's making big plays, D. Camillo's out there. There's a, a lot of young kids contributing. Once again, gut check time for Marlboro Newtown. Third down. And Weathers is back. He's got a man. It is wide open on the far sideline. First down to the 30, the 25, and just shy of the 20. He's tackled by Lewis Harrison, the linebacker. And uh, first of all, let's give credit to the offensive line in the backs for blocking there. Uh, Weathers has enough time to throw to his wide open man on the flat Rosborough. And talk about Rosborough, he's a great kid. He's always around him. Positive attitudes, always working hard there. I'm sure you can attribute to that, Dennis. Yeah, he, Brian's a solid kid. He, he knows his assignments and where he's going to be, and he'll be there for you. Sophomore to the senior, first down for Marple Newtown inside the 25. And there's a hand off to Satness. He breaks a few tackles, spins across the 20, down to the 15, and close to a first down once again. So there we go. Marple Newtown once again seizing momentum. And a nice run there by Satness again on the down play. So close to a first down as uh, guard McKee uh, makes some uh, way there. And talk about some sophomores, McKee and Kelly. Uh, you know, we're really raw in the beginning of the season. They've come into their own. They're going to be some solid players as, as long as guys like Weathers and uh, Hoff in the backfield. So Marlboro has a great nucleus going into the next two years. Second and one, 5-12 to go, third quarter. Marple Newtown moving the ball effectively. And Weathers is back. He's rolling towards the far sideline. Had a man, but a miscommunication to Abel Hoff, and it falls incomplete. So third down and short. Looked like he went Hoff on the flat. Hoff went to cut it up there. But uh, nonetheless, they uh, live to play another down here. And Dennis, senior night here. We have about 16 seniors. Talk about these guys. I mean, you've had them for four years. And... Uh, just talk about some of the guys. Yeah, well, you're seeing some of their character here tonight, Steve. They're stepping up and making big plays when they have to. You've seen Volpe doing it, Catra Kazis, Falcone, Binder, Cunningham. So it, it's a hard, hard-nosed group, group that loves to play football, and they're making a big contribution in their final home game. Here we go, third down and one. The handoff to Satness. He gets the first down and more across the 10, down to the 5. Oh, boy, the Tigers are really seizing it right now. First and goal for the Tigers coming up. Steve, to follow up your point about those sophomores, right, you're looking at a group of kids, basically 15-year-old kids competing against 17- and 18-year-old men. As you know, having gone through this yourself, there's one thing that's going to make them a great team in the next couple of years, and that's a lot of time spent in the weight room and, and just bonding together and working hard. 
hard. Without a doubt, I mean, especially going both ways. They were just getting thrown in there at the beginning of the season. And although they're going through some struggles here, they're going to, they've already come into their own. And, uh, you know, with that experience, as you said, it's only going to make them better and going to make them want to work that much harder. Yeah, and I got to tell you, too, having been around this crew, they are such high character kids. Um, I see Marcus and, and Abel walk by me in the hallway. They will never walk by me without coming over, shaking my hand, and saying, How you doing, Mr. Reardon? And it's that type of character that's going to parlay them into being successful here at Marple Newtown and beyond. You're absolutely right. Talking about that character, they do it to the coaching staff. I see them. Noah Turner, guys like Kelly, just so respectful. They know their they know their position. They know their sophomores, but they know they have to contribute. And they are, you said, great off the field and great on the field, guys. Yep. Yep. Unfortunately, I was fooled by the soccer lines here on the football field. It's not at the five; it is at the seven. But nonetheless, first and goal. A handoff is to Abel Hoff. He's being walled off on the near sideline, still fighting. He gets across the five down to the four. An excellent way for Hoff to make something out of nothing. And there you have the belly sweep, the fake inside to Sapness, which they've been running. Um, they fake it to him. They give it outside to Hoff. He tries to use his speed. Smart cuts in and picks up about maybe a yard there. Bring up a second and goal. This is big. Marple Newtown needs to punch this in with a little over four minutes to go in the third quarter. Second and goal from the four ball on the near Sideline, no wide receivers, three-man backfield. Weathers hands it off to Sapness. He pushes the pile forward, and we're waiting for the signal. But Ridley players are coming up with the football and, and, and running to their sideline, number 33 for Ridley. Lewis Harrison was celebrating as if he came up with a fumble. And we've talked about the seniors and the sophomores. Let's talk about a junior who's come in halfway through the season and just works hard. He, Adrian Sapness, another great kid, great character and he chops his feet he doesn't go down easily and he runs very hard you took the words right out of my mouth what a balance he has provided inside to Hoff's outside third down and goal from the one 325 to go third quarter let's see if the Tigers can't just ram it down their throat this time the hand off the sapness he's fighting he's fighting he's got five guys pushing him backwards no call yet back judge is holding his arms up in the air. And it looks like we're going to have fourth and inches. And this is right down. This is going to come down the offensive line and defense line. Who's going to want it more? These seniors, Katrikazi, first. They got to realize this is senior night. We're playing Ridley. Last time on this home field. Let's get a push here. Let's get a touch and let's cut this lead. This Weathers. deficit in half. Weathers with his instructions from the sideline. Hoff and Sapness. In the backfield. Fourth and one. The give is the Sapness. He, he's in. Nice. There you go. And he's in for the touchdown. And there you go. You put your heavy package in. You got Volpe, believe Falcone first. Mikhail playing with an injury. Another guy we want to talk about playing through injury. And they get a nice push in there, Katrakatsis. And Weathers just has to dive across the line and pend an extra point. Marlboro Newton will be down by seven if here. If nothing else, an exercise in persistence. Steve, you're right. A couple unsung guys. You have Mikhail. You have first up there on the line. They're the guys that are doing a lot of the dirty work. You don't hear their name called a whole yes. lot. Absolutely. Brendan Bradley in for the extra point. Good snap. Good kick. It's through. So with 2.32 remaining in this third quarter at Harry Harvey Stadium, Marple Newtown now trails 21-14. to We'll take a break. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. 
Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Back in 1983, the fix wrote, one thing leads to another. We've just had a Marple Newtown touchdown, cutting its deficit to 21-14. And let's see if the defense can't come up with something big here. Back to live action at Harvey Stadium. 2.32 remaining third quarter. Bob Herpin along with Steve Franchise Reynolds and Dennis Reardon. Ball spotted at the 40-yard line. And Ridley going with its four-man backfield fielding the kick. Once again, Bradley meets the ball. It is a low squib coming down to a rally player, number six, Jabri Savoy at the 25, across the 30, across the 35, and makes it up to the 40. So this is not exactly what you want to see after a possibly momentum-changing touchdown for the home side. Roscoe, Rhodes, and turn on the tackle there. Good field position for the Raiders as... Coach Orpalo's uh, led defense going to come out on the field here and try to make a stop. And a little side note, Dennis, you, you know, guys wearing pink out here. It's good to see this, uh, you know, Central League all football around the country really embraces breast cancer. Yeah, a lot. It's great to see the kids giving back and showing awareness. It's a handoff once again to Strand Young. He tries to get outside off left tackle. Doesn't make it much further than past the 41 or 42. Look like Cunningham in there. Yeah, Cunningham uh, came in at the linebacker position, made the play there. Good play by Katra Kotz. is stringing out the ball carrier and letting your linebacker come in and fill. And they drove him backwards shy of the 40. They rule it a, a loss of one, as a matter of fact. Second and 11, 152 remaining third quarter. Four wide receivers set once again for Ridley. Two to the near side, two to the far side, right in the shotgun. He's back at the 30. He's under a rush. He finds his receiver on the far side, just shy of the 45-yard line and driven backwards. That's Tom Perpelia on the stop. 82. Number 82, John Herman with the reception. You mentioned Perpelia, another senior playing cornerback position, comes up and makes a nice stop there, bring up a third down and five. Did a good job wrapping him up in space there. I, I was just about to say, this point in the game, I think tackling is going to be really important. We can't be giving up those missed tackles. Especially since the weather is no longer a factor. It is, weather has eased up. No wind, no rain. And Wright is back again. He's under rush. Gets by one. He does not get by another. Number 51, Nick Volpe with the stop. Great play by Volpe. Uh, that play was created by the blitz through the B-gap by A.J. Cunningham. Had right roll out and Volpe came in as Kachikotze came in and finished up the play. But good job right there by the defensive front of the Tigers defense. Excellent play there. It was a coverage sack as the two men downfield on the near side didn't have a chance to break free and Wright consequently didn't have a chance to decide whether he wanted to throw it or get rid of it. So it will be 4th and 13 and Ridley will have to punt. The punt is away. It's a low, squibbing line drive. It hits backwards from the 35-yard line, then forwards, then backwards again. 
So the Marple Newtown Tigers, the beneficiary once more of good position inside their own zone. It looks like it will be down at the 33-yard line with 25.3 seconds left here in the third quarter and facing just a seven-point deficit. Weathers coming out, leading his team, coming for the injured Tommy Davis, who we'll talk about, Dennis. It's tough to be injured here. Got injured last week, had a great career here, and it's on the sideline here for a senior night game, hoping to get back later in the season. And if you watch after that last stop, Tommy was the one leading the cheers there on the sidelines. Nick Rhodes, the lone wideout. The handoff is up the middle to Abel Hoff. He gets across the 35, across the 40. He appears to get that first down. Sapness, excuse me. He appears to get that first down. They are moving the chains. Very effective run. Gain of exactly 10. Borshirt in on the tackle there for the Raiders. Off before a nice hard run by Sapness up the middle. Good job by his offensive line. As you said, Tommy Davis can't be on the field, but he's being that cheerleader on the sideline, helping the coaches out, seeing what he sees, uh, helping them, you know, what they see out there. And he's doing a good job, even if he's not in the game. And, oh, sorry, go ahead, and so we come to the end of the third quarter with the score. Ridley, 21, Marple Newtown, 14, Marple Newtown with the football. When we return, you're listening to the Tigers Radio Network.